0: Set. there's no fate but what we make for ourselves
1: she intends to change the future
0: oh shit Dyson yeah gotta be Miles Dyson
1: she's gonna blow him away
0: hey yo what's going on friends welcome back to another spectacularly thrilling episode of in madness pod it's Sean the butcher here with vertebrae 33 what's up hey
1: What's going on, Sean? I don't, I don't like you billing it as like so spectacular before we did it.
0: No, oh, I want to, and I, I want to I try and think of cool, different, magnanimous words to use every time I introduce the podcast. Oh, I love it. Yeah, no, whatever. I it's the biggest thing in the world to me. So that's yes. where I'm. That's where I'm putting. This is episode sixteen, part two of Terminator 2 Judgment Day our very first sequel follow up to a movie that we've reviewed we want to hear what you've thought about of any of our episodes on the socials in madness pod Email us in madnesspod at gmail.com. We're also on threads, we're also on YouTube. We also have an in madness playlist on Spotify full of tons of great music that we talk about on this show. But we want to interact with you in madness Monday, it's the best day of the week. If you're listening to this episode when it comes out, we are on the socials at in madness Pod. Uh, this has been such a blast doing these and the point fives that we've been doing. Um, it's also killer, and we are about to dip in the Halloween season. It's about to get even crazier. Um, but yeah, when I'm good, I'm good. When I'm not passing out at death metal shows, I'm doing just <laughs> fine. Uh, everything good with you? You psyched about this part two of our new? Uh, I am. Episode?
1: And I had and I had time to think about how fast the Terminator could run. Can he only run as fast as the? Person, person that he's morphing
0: to prob eh i eh, uh, no no i don't me i don't know cuz if
1: he's mimicking the soles of their shoes and they're making them rubbery and he's making his hands
0: so if he mimicked michael jordan he'd be able to run fast as hell but if he mimicked the fat guy from seven who they found in his spaghettios he wouldn't be able to run as fast
1: yeah i don't know but also what's what i'm confused about is he mimics like the sword hands without what is he mimicking he just well made
0: well when arnold and when arnold explained it before he said he can only mimic what he touches but he can also form sharp knives and metal things so that maybe that's just like mimicking might be a bonus but it might always be like knives and and sharp metal objects as a constant since it's liquid metal
1: yeah but at this point i think i would just want to form like a something with a million sharp knives all over it. <laughs> and can he shoot pieces off of them i wonder like phew, like be
0: uh, i feel i feel like if he could have he would have instead yeah, of a million guns gone, yeah. and never hitting his target once ever.
1: Maybe that's a T 2000.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'd have to talk about the future term, the, 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 after terminators and I don't really need think we need to get into those. These are the essentials T one and T two. And I apologize if I've been throwing anyone off. Cause I have these
1: added special edition scenes that have gotten me lost a few times. And I realized that you and I never discussed in the past, what versions of these movies are we watching and i think some of them we probably have to clarify that and clarify the people who are listening as well so in this case we're we're we both were doing like different well i did all the versions but it gets a little confusing
0: yes yes and especially when we do alien 3 eventually because i know there's a director's cut and i know there's like the theater cut or whatever Mm -hmm. and they're they're both very different and have different stories but yeah i that's something we never thought of before 16 and a half episodes in and and here we are figuring this out here we are um i love that you had a milking of the alpacas moment of your own from our previous terminator 2 episode i have not hit on my milking of the alpacas moment yet but it is coming at any minute it. Uh, uh, are you ready to go for yeah, let's go. episode let's go. 16, part two, Terminator 2 Judgment Day? We last left you when Sarah Connor and John Connor and Arnold Terminator were escaping from breaking Sarah out of the mental institution. Sarah is asking, who is responsible for all of this? And we hear it's the name Miles Bennett Dyson, the scientist who is exploring all these possibilities which will bring about Judgment Day. Arnold says he has detailed files. But they are driving south. They pull up to an abandoned-looking spot in the desert. Nicaragua, I'm assuming. There's dozens of snake heads hanging off of a front gate. Sarah gets out and tells him to wait in the car. She begins screaming for Enrique, the ex-Green Beret, I assume, mm-hmm. who pops out with a shotgun. Arnold jumps out and points his gun at Enrique, who asks Sarah why she's so jumpy. They embrace. They give each other a hug. Enrique calls out his family, says hello <laughs> to John. He asks, who's the big guy? John goes, "Uh, Uncle Bob.
1: <laughs> yeah. Arnold and this R- is a very Lando Calrissian moment for Enrique.
0: Shows up. You're not really
1: sure. And then he's like, you know, gives him the hug and and everything's good after that. And Enrique's ready,
0: man. Boy, is he ready? Arnold looks down and goes, Uncle Bob. <laughs> I love that you made a Star Wars reference. That was a Star Wars reference, right? I know Lando Cal Rizzian, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: Oh, I didn't think I had to clarify it. <laughs> no, not just <laughs> for me. Just, I, I, know, I know who
0: it is. I think I yeah. know who it is. Enrique says he's seen he has he's seen Sarah's face all over the news. A little baby walks past Arnold, and with one hand, he picks it up by its suspenders and stares in its face while it's dangling in front of him. Hilarious. That movie's, that moment's hilarious. Sarah tells Enrique she's there for her stuff, her food, clothes, and a truck. She tells Arnold and John they're on weapons detail. They open up this hidden underground bunker. John says, my mom always plans ahead. Arnold is looking through all the weapons, dozens of guns, a grenade launcher, and Arnold goes, Excellent. John tells him he grew up in places like this. He thought this was how people lived, riding around in helicopters, blowing shit up. Arnold uncovers this enormous gun with multiple barrels. It's the size (laughs) of like a chainsaw. Arnold picks it up, looks at John, and smiles. Here we go. A very heartwarming moment. (laughs) I didn't need a setup to him learning how to smile. You just know that, like, he's happy about this. They're bonding. John looks at him and smiles and goes, it's definitely you. Very (laughs) 90s. We see Sarah smoking a cigarette, checking all the weapons. John is working on the truck with Arnold, telling him that most of the guys his mom hung out with were geeks. One guy was cool. He taught John about engines, but his mom scared that guy off because she kept talking about Judgment Day. John being a world leader and all that. That's all it took. Okay. So get this. Uh Uh-oh john says i wish i could have met my real dad Mm -hmm. arnold says you will john says yeah i guess when i'm like 45 i think i sent them back through time to 1984 he hadn't even been born yet it messes with your head it does (laughs) and here you here we are it does i'm totally confused too john so my girlfriend brought up a, a good point because she's an avid listener to this show, and and this was one of the movies that she hasn't watched and listened to the podcast for, oh. and says it and says it still works because it's she listens to a lot of books on tape, and she said it's like l- listening to a book on tape, which is okay. cool. her her thought is that Reese is stuck in a loop. He is in this like for for eternity, like this constant time loop, where he's like, he meets John Connor, he gets sent by John Connor, dies, and then dies, and then come back and meets John oh. Connor. I th- I yeah, like who knows? I that's, that's just, st- it was a thought that came up, and I stinks. just to throw it out there.
1: Yeah, be careful who you fall in love with. That stinks. He's just stuck in a loop.
0: Stuck in a loop. John tells Arnold his mom and Reese were only together for one night. She still loves him. He hears her crying sometimes. Arnold turns and drops one of my favorite Terminator lines ever. Hmm. Why do you cry? John says he doesn't know. You just do when it hurts. Arnold is trying to understand what he means. He asks if pain causes it. John says, no, it's different. It's when nothing is wrong with you, but you hurt anyways. Get it? Arnold goes, no. Hmm. Then he starts the card. John is stoked. Arnold says, no problemo.
1: John says, yep and my question to you is so they don't cry terminators, but they mimic all their functions of humans
0: I guess i yeah I mean, I guess anything that but like not feeling, they can mimic the look, but I don't think they can mimic the the feel i so you like, think
1: that they can have tears come out
0: no, 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 I mean they should right. they should, but maybe they don't know why, or maybe i don't know maybe it's like a program thing where it comes so to like it.
1: instead of dogs you could just test who's a terminator by showing them something really sad here's et <laughs> look rudy made it on the field <laughs> <in Notre Dame. laughs> wait that guy didn't cry terminator terminator <laughs>
0: uh, <clears throat> john says give me five arnold does not understand He tells him to hold out his hand. John slaps him five. He's like, okay, now me. Arnold slaps John five and almost breaks his hand. Not John five, the guitar player. Like he smacks (laughs) John Connor five. John takes a minute. He lets the pain wear off. And then he starts messing with Arnold doing, you know, up high, down low, too slow and pulls his hand away. And Arnold gets discouraged. John's like, I'm just messing with you. But he begins teaching him. Sarah is watching them. She says, watching John with the machine made it clear. Terminator would never stop, never leave him, never hurt him, never shout at him or get drunk and hit him. It would never say it didn't have time for him. It would always be there. It would die to protect him of all the would-be fathers that came and went. This thing, this machine was the only one who measured up. In an insane world, it was the sanest choice. Ooh. Uh Uh-oh. Don't buy into the hype, Sarah. Now she's buying into the AI shit.
1: (laughs) But also, what kind of dudes was she hanging out with? scumbags the bar is low right he won't shout he won't he won't get drunk and hit them hit him like that's yeah okay
0: i I mean that was the 80s that shit was rampant in the 80s drunk parents beating their friggin kids (laughs) uh but as an famous quote from the simpsons when they have an artificial intelligence radio dj and one of the other real life djs goes don't praise the machine yeah that's what Sarah's doing now. She feared for her life for this thing. And now she is bought into the hype. She's sitting at a table carving into it with a knife. Watching so rude, by the way. I mean, the rest of the place is torn to pieces. I, guess. I mean, yeah, but yeah, but she's a they guest here.
1: All this equipment, they can't trade it in for like proper housing.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're, living on, they're living on the edge of the law.
1: Yeah, just in a school bus. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, in the middle of the desert. She shows
1: up with all these problems. She's going to take their truck and now she's going to carve
0: into their dining room table. Eat their food, drink their tequila. Yeah. She's watching Enrique and his family playing, having fun, being happy. Sarah seems bitter. She never had that life or that love. She also knows the end is coming. She lays her head down, begins to smile at how sweet it is. Cut to a dream sequence. Sarah Connor of today approaches a children's playground, packed with kids, playing, having fun. Sarah looks horrified. She's on the other side of the fence, screaming, shaking the fence. She's looking at Sarah Connor from 1984 or 1985 mm. with a young baby John Connor playing. The younger Sarah Connor looks back in fear like she can hear current Sarah Connor screaming at her. But she doesn't see her. Sarah is screaming and shaking the fence. Which, my friends, finally brings me to my milking Milking of of the alpacas moment.
1: Oh, my God. And I ruined your milking of the alpacas moment because I thought this scene was earlier in the movie. Because I got confused by
0: the added scenes. One of the most epic shots in movie history. We see Los Angeles and boom, a bright flash of light in the sky. Children and their parents falling to the floor. The sky, the city, everything engulfed in fire. We get this amazing shot of Sarah Connor of today on the opposite side of the fence on fire screaming. We see parents on the floor with their children on fire, screaming. Mm -hmm. We see above Los Angeles a gigantic fireball flying through every street, every block, every building, engulfing everything in fire. We get this epic destruction shot, buildings, buses, cars, parents, children, blown to pieces absolutely morbidly breathtaking welcome to the future kids this is exactly how i see the world ending in a dick measuring contest of nuclear weapons arnold was right it is in our nature to destroy ourselves and yet you still don't put sunblock on when you go and i mean what it's coming i'm like sarah connor i know it's coming <laughs> no i should have put 100 i should have put 200 spf on We get this incredible shot of Sarah still clinging to the gate, screaming on fire. The shock wave hits and blows off her skin. Mm -hmm. Till just her skeleton is there, clinging to the gate, screaming. Never, never in, in, in movie history have I seen anything like that matched, ever. Sarah awakes from this nightmare. She's freaked the hell out. But Enrique's, Enrique's family still there playing, having fun. We see Sarah carved into the table. No fate. Mm. She takes her knife and stabs the table. She goes in a mobile home, comes out decked out in tactical gear while Arnold and John are loading up another truck. Sarah jumps in the station wagon and takes off. John tries chasing her unsuccessfully. Sarah goes tearing ass through the desert. John finds the knife in the table and sees that it says no fate. And he goes, No fate but what we make. My father told her this. I made him memorize it in the future as a message to her. Wait.
1: <laughs> How? So, is this something she wrote in her letter to him?
0: It's something that, yeah, boy, she and that's. And in my version of the movie, there were no letters, so I don't know how he knew that. But he says he did it in the future, so maybe he knows somehow.
1: Well, she's had to have told him,
0: hey, you're going to do this in the future. Um,
1: and at whatever age she told him, this whole statement that he remembers.
0: Yeah. Arnold doesn't seem to understand it either. So John, <laughs> John tries to explain it. The whole thing goes, the future's not set. There's no fate but the one we make for ourselves. Arnold says, she intends to change the future. John goes, oh, shit. Arnold says, Dyson. She's going to blow him away. And begins running to the truck and tells Arnold to get moving. They are all on the move. Arnold says this is tactically dangerous. T-1000 is the same files I do. It knows what I know. It might anticipate this move. But John doesn't care. Arnold tells him killing Dyson may prevent the war. But John doesn't care. Tells Arnold, don't you get it why you can't kill people? Cut to Dyson's home. His little son's driving his remote control car around the house. Dyson's in his office on his computer working on the microprocessor. We see a red laser sighting on the back of Dyson's head. We see Sarah Connor way back holding a long-ass rifle outside. She's got her sights right on him. His son begins creeping on him with the remote control car and runs it into Dyson's foot. When he bends down to grab the truck, Sarah fires her shot and misses.
1: <laughs>
0: then begins shooting the whole house up. And you know what's crazy? There's
1: a scene that they cut out and kind of glad they did, but it was an added scene earlier where we meet the family first. um, And the wife is just talking about how he works too hard, and he, you know, I know this is going to be a breakthrough for you, and um, we see a big model of that chip on his desk, and she wants him to take the kids to Raging Waters. I assume that's a a water park of some sort. Uh, But the crazy thing is there's two kids in the scene, a boy and a girl but once they cut that scene out now they just only have one kid All right so that that poor girl got cut out of the movie completely because they have two kids and then flash forward there's just one kid and a mom in the in the next in the next scene so she ended up on the cutting
0: room floor honestly i thought you were gonna say sarah connor blew her away so i was kind of bummed for a second but i think no, like- no no, no thing no, no. is way less depressing
1: yeah no it's just a weird establishing they did not need to see we don't need to meet him before this this is a much more dramatic way to meet him
0: Dyson tells his family to run Sarah begins approaching the house pistol in hand Dyson makes a run for it but Sarah pops his ass Dyson's kid covers him begging Sarah not to shoot his dad so intense sarah sticks the gun in dyson's face and is furious saying it's all your fault but dyson doesn't understand she Mm -hmm. goes i'm not gonna let you do it she's about to pull the trigger then realizes she's become the monster the terminator she gets her wits about her backs away crying and collapses in the corner kind of like me at the sanguisugabag show (laughs) Arnold and John show up at Dyson's. We get this super emotional moment. John is holding Sarah as she's crying because she's (laughs) almost killed Dyson. John says they will figure it all out. She asks if he came to stop her. He says yes. She tells John she loves him. Finally, he says he knows. They hug once again. Arnold is checking on Dyson's bullet wound, and he seems okay. Tells Dyson's wife to apply pressure to the wound, and it should stop bleeding. Dyson asks who they are. John takes out a knife, hands it to Arnold, and says, show him. Ooh, here we go. Arnold takes off his jacket. John grabs Dyson's son and says, show me your room. When they leave, Arnold takes the knife, cuts around his arm, pulls off the flesh, and shows Dyson the same metal arm Dyson had encased in the glass in the lab. Dyson and his wife are freaking the hell out, but then he finally gets it and says, oh, my God. And Arnold follows with, now listen to me very carefully. (laughs) Cut to them all sitting around the dining room table. Arnold is explaining the story to Dyson, Skynet, Judgment Day, history of things to come. It's not every day you find out you're responsible for three billion deaths. I mean, they're all sitting around the table except
1: for Sarah, who's decided to just let her hair down and sit on the guy's countertop smoking a cigarette. And just she's just angry,
0: Sarah. And she already shot him. Yes. She's already shot him.
1: Yeah, Not apologetic at all destroyed your home i've shot you now i'm on your countertop it's a weird weird move by her i i get a sense that she once she took on all the weight of knowing when judgment day is going to come that it just obviously she's completely different person than we saw in the original and i don't think if right how would we handle that if we knew that and we knew when it was happening I think we'd be doing similar things.
0: And we were stuck in a mental institution for a year set up by the company. Right. Right. She says, Dyson took it pretty well. He goes, I think I'm going to throw up. He can't believe he's being told these things that he hasn't even done yet. How is he supposed to know? And Sarah gets pissed. Men like you built the hydrogen bomb. Men like you thought it up. You think you're so creative. You don't know what it's like to really create a life. And we see John putting his face in his hand, getting very discouraged. Mm. She she says, all you know how to do is create and destroy and death and destruction. John's heard enough. He yells at her. He says, be more constructive.
1: Yeah. And also, it's a weird look by her to just be like, well, you don't know how to. You can't have a baby, basically. Right. She just it's we we know that already. He can't have he can't have a baby. He's a guy. She just gets
0: carried away. That mental institution anger is still built up in there.
1: Yeah, and again, maybe I would, I, I don't know what how I would be, but um, she's very
0: 90s looking when she's sitting there on the countertop. Very 90s looking. Alanis Morissette. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they still need to stop this all from happening. Dyson's wife says, aren't we changing things right now? Dyson says he's not going to finish the processor. He'll quit tomorrow. Sarah's like, that's not enough. Arnold says, no one must follow your work. Dyson says he has to destroy all the stuff in his lab. files, disk drives, everything. Asks if they know about the chip. Mm-mm. What chip? The chip in the vault at Cyberdyne. Arnold goes, The CPU from the first Terminator. And Sarah gets pissed. She was right. They covered it up and sent her ass to the mental institution. Mm-hmm. Dyson says the company said not to ask where they got it from. Scary stuff, radically advanced. It was smashed. It didn't work. It gave us ideas, took us in new directions, things we would have never thought of. He's being an excited scientist, just wants to learn more and develop things for the good or so he thinks of mankind. And and I'm
1: with him now that this event has happened. Doesn't it change the path?
0: I, I, again, future time travel with it's it's all confusing to me.
1: I mean, someone else could pick up his work, but they're not the same person. It's not going down the same
0: way. Yeah. He catches himself in his excitement. He becomes sad. All my work was based on it. And Arnold just goes, it must be destroyed. Dyson's defeated. He says, right. Sarah's like, can you get us past security? He's like, yeah, I think so. When? And Arnold gets up and Dyson goes, uh, now off they go to Cyberdyne. Sarah says, the future always so clear to me became like a black highway at night. We're in uncharted territory now, making up history as we go along. Mm. They arrive at Cyberdyne with heavy artillery. They walk in and see the night watchman, Carl. What's up, Carl? (laughs) Carl is not stoked to see them
1: yeah i wouldn't be either
0: wow dyson's like they're friends from out of town he wants to take them upstairs and show them Carl's like you know the rules i need written authorization and probably like is this in the middle of the night yeah like 2 a.m yeah just show up and and dyson looks like he just got shot also he's pale he's sweaty he's is he looks bad yeah arnold and sarah whip out their guns and arnold goes i insist they grab Carl and John whips out duct tape. They head upstairs. The other night, Watchman comes down. He sees Carl missing. He gets pissed. You're not supposed to leave the desk. He angrily walks in the bathroom, and there's Carl tied up to the urinal. Mm. The guy freaks out, hits the silent alarm. Dyson's clearing, clearance card no longer works because they trip the alarm. Nothing will open in the whole building. Not yeah. true. <laughs> not true. I'd be, yeah, it would be John Connor with the the, the hacker. He yeah, said, but we, we have,
1: they also later on they just open things willy nilly.
0: He says we have to abort. Sarah refuses. John whips out his ATM theft machine and tells him, "Don't worry, I'll take care of this. Get started in the lab." Why doesn't Arnold just rip that door off of that thing that the kid is trying to open? I mean, he does at other doors in about ten seconds.
1: Yeah, so just boom. I, I mean,
0: yeah. One thing, one problem at a time. (laughs) The night watchmen are downstairs on the phone with the cops. It's the guy from the mall. Send every cop in the area now. (laughs) Dyson tries punching in his code to open another door. No luck. Arnold says, let me try mine. (laughs) Whips out his grenade launcher and blows the door open. Cut the T-1000 approaching Dyson's home. Sees it's all destroyed. All the papers are on fire in a trash can. He hears on the radio the cops being called to the Cyberdyne building, and it's Sarah Connor. Cut to a bunch of cop cars pulling up the Cyberdyne. They all pull their guns. The SWAT team arrives as well. John cracks the security code and gets the second key to gain access to the damaged microprocessor. Sarah and Arnold are rigging up explosives in the lab, and John runs in to tell them the cops are there. Sarah goes, how many? John goes, uh, (laughs) all of them, I think. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Great line. Great line. Arnold says he'll take care of the police. John yells at him. You swore. Arnold turns around smiling and says, trust me. Hmm. Arnold walks up to a window with his gigantic multi-barreled chainsaw shotgun with a shitload of ammo and begins spraying every cop car in sight cars are exploding he's chopping down trees with bullets cops are running he drops the gun takes out the grenade launcher and one by one funk funk blowing up every single cop car (laughs) we see his red terminator vision scanning the scene zero fatalities
1: i mean a ton of injuries nobody died yet (laughs) yet (laughs) at the current time but I find it hard to believe that you could fire off that much stuff and somebody wasn't. He's a professional
0: Terminator.
1: He oh, was. I get it. But it's hitting stuff and exploding. And then you're getting, you know, you're going to have shrapnel. I'm sure he could
0: He could calculate the, the ricochet of, of shrapnel and all you think that. think he's stuff?
1: calculating the trajectory of the shrapnel. Yeah, he's a Terminator. Fires?
0: He knows. And he, he needs to learn how to, yeah, he's got an Albert Einstein, that shit. <laughs> It's
1: like just a whole bunch of diagrams that he's seeing right now. At the same time. Crazy, too, is he's scanning, gets his zero casualties. But if you think about it, and this is the part where Sean's going to be like, oh, just stop it and watch the movie and have fun. But it's a great visual element to have him have Terminator vision. It makes absolutely no practical sense for the actual Terminator. If he's a computer, he would just know this info. He doesn't need to watch a screen to tell him the information that he calculated. Right? It's not a separate computer. It's him. So he's making graphics of information that he already knows for him to look at, to know. Right? It's a great visual thing for us and the viewer and to take us inside his head. But it makes no practical sense for... For a computer at all they would just operate
0: it it would just do it it, it
1: would just do it it wouldn't have you know it <laughs> wouldn't be scanning yeah no no it was already it's telling itself what to look at when it looks at it
0: oh just watch the movie <laughs> i
1: know i know and again i love this movie i don't want uh, to come across as being critical no in that's, any way. that's so funny these are just goofy things that i after you watch these films a few times right in a row you start to look for other things and i was like but who is he why would he you know
0: next thing you're gonna tell me him covering himself with mud in in predator would have meant nothing oh wait
1: (laughs) wait is this the same person
0: oh no uh arnold walks away calmly (laughs) Dyson and John open up the vault door. Dyson begins telling John how to get the microprocessor and arm out of their glass cases. But John just chucks it on the floor, breaking it open, picks it up and says, we got Skynet by the balls now, don't we? Hmm. They're getting ready to leave. The SWAT team kicks open the door and starts shooting everywhere. And poor Dyson gets caught in the crossfire.
1: Yeah, they don't even warn them. They don't even say anything. They don't say like put your weapons down we're here come out nothing they're just blazing and i guess is that because of
0: the fact that arnold has been identified what if it was a hostage situation yeah like what are you guys doing
1: why did they send so many people is that they send so many people because they knew
0: what was in there Well, because Arnold from 1984 and he killed all these cops and stuff. Yeah, that I know. But a helicopter. That was. Yeah, that's true. They they sent a lot of, you know, but it's just interesting. So I I
1: I originally thought it was just because it was from 1984 and they're like this guy's back and he's going to kill more people. And so we better send as many people as we can to to
0: take him out. That's what I thought when I first saw it. Dyson gets his whole ass shot up. Sarah, John, and Arnold make their way out as Arnold just blasts holes through walls with his grenade launcher. He crashes through walls to give them an exit. The SWAT team begins surrounding Dyson, who is on the floor, dying, breathing rapidly. Hmm. He's sitting up, holding the detonator, saying, I don't know how much longer I can hold this. The SWAT team sees he's about to blow the building to hell. They all go running out. Dyson breathing slows down. He dies and drops the detonator. Crazy. Blows Cyberdyne to pieces. And up rolls T-1000 on his motorcycle. Mm -hmm. Arnold, John, and Sarah get down to the lobby. The SWAT team gasses them. Arnold says, stay here. I'll be back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that building they blew up, like they had a lot of fun in the making of documentary. They show them blowing it up. And there's, you know, must be like a standard joke on movie sets after it's done. Somebody's like, hey, the camera wasn't rolling. And like everybody starts laughing or whatever. But I mean, it was. But, you know, I think that's probably a normal joke on, you know, movie sets
0: after something like that happens. But
1: they seem to be really into
0: blowing up that building. He walks through the gas towards a SWAT team. They light his ass up, thousands of bullets. Arnold's walking toward them, getting shot to hell, and we begin seeing the skull underneath his skin. That metal alloy is showing through. And that's a mechanical Arnold that they built for that shot. You can kind of catch it a few points.
1: It looks a little bit different. In the making of Doc, there's a weird moment where Arnold kisses the mechanical Arnold. Just playing around.
0: That's Arnold for you. Yeah. (laughs) He begins shooting all the cops in the legs. He even picks up their gas grenade launchers and shoots two of the cops with the grenade launchers, but it's just gas. T 1000 is riding his motorcycle up the steps of the building. Arnold walks out the door and shoots every gas grenade at the cops outside, which sends them all running once again. He walks up to a cop wearing a gas mask, gives him the gas launcher, says, hold this, and then takes off the cop's gas mask. He goes in the SWAT truck, goes to start it, but then remembers and pulls down the sun visor and outfall the keys.
1: Right. And before that, we see T-1000 going up the steps in the building on the motorcycle. And I have to ask, like, if you could run that fast...
0: Why I when he was riding the bike up the steps, I was like, "Why is he doing that? Is it really helping that go up th- like like three feet and stop and turn around?" It, it seems looks cool. But... but I I put it in my head as he just needs to get to them as soon as possible. Like I feel yeah, like he thinks that's the fastest way to do it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because he
1: was running crazy fast. Before he so.
0: he should have made grappling hooks out of his metal arms and then just pulled himself up. Yeah. Uh, but Arnold is learning and just like in Terminator 1 he drives the car right through the front of the building Sarah and John jump in and they haul ass out of there T-1000 sees them escaping but he's got his motorcycle up a few flights so what does this crazy fucker do drives his motorcycle out the window towards the helicopter, grabs onto the chopper, lets the bike fall to the floor, smashes the window of the helicopter, morphs in the liquid, pours himself into the passenger seat, mm-hmm. looks at the pilot and says, get out.
1: <laughs> and that my friends is why he rode the motorcycle up the steps. And why the there was a
0: helicopter.
1: So he could also, yeah. So he could also go out the window and do the rest of this. That's super iconic. I mean, we say it over and over again, but that turning himself into that liquid metal and coming through that hole in the the window of the helicopter, broken window, is amazing.
0: And everything about this reminds me of Die Hard. Uh, Johnson and Johnson, no relation. (laughs) Uh, The guy stunned opens the helicopter door and jumps out. T-1000 begins chasing Arnold in the SWAT van with the helicopter. Sarah covers John with a bunch of bulletproof vests. She begins grabbing all the guns in the truck, tells Arnold the chopper is coming, and Arnold already knows it's him. The chase is on. Sarah and T-1000 are shooting at each other. You see T-1000 with one hand flying the chopper, and he grows himself another arm to hold and load up and fire the gun. Hmm. Sarah gets popped in the leg. Arnold sees it. He hits the brakes on the SWAT truck, which causes T-1000, who's flying right on their ass at ground level, to crash into the back of the truck, which completely destroys the chopper. Arnold begins hauling ass away in the truck, but a goddamn tire blows out. And the (laughs) whole truck flips over. A man driving a little crappy gardening truck stops to check on Arnold. A man with a gigantic 18-wheeler stops to check on T-1000. T grabs the driver and sticks a large knife right through him. Poor guy. Yeah. And here comes T-1000 driving a truck full of not nitrous oxide like my dumbass recently said in episode 15.5. Uh-huh. Liquid nitrogen. Yes. yes. Arnold tells the guy, we need your truck. And they all get in this guy's crappy little truck and haul ass out of there. T-1000 drives an 18-wheeler right through the turned-over SWAT truck. He gets right on their ass and rams them. John's like, drive faster. Arnold goes, this is the vehicle's top speed.
1: (laughs) John's like, like, I can get out and
0: run faster than this. It's like 65 or something. Yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing. T-1000 rams the shit out of their truck. Arnold tells John to drive the fun John is having with guns and driving cars and having his own Terminator and bailing his mom out of psych wards. Mm -hmm. Like this is the adventure that every kid wishes they could probably have.
1: Well, when you're 10 going on 16, this is
0: what happens. Uh, T-1000 is ramming the shit out of their truck. Arnold tells John to drive. He leans out the window and starts grenade launching T-1000. They drive through the gates of the steel mill. T-1000 rams their truck and Arnold drops a grenade. He grabs his machine gun, hops on the back of the truck, right onto the front of the 18-wheeler. This fucking dude points the gun right in T-1000's face and <laughs> lights his ass up like a thousand rounds. And you just see T-1000 in the, in like the, the driver's seat of the helicopter, like, and all the, the, <laughs> the, the, the liquid. It's so sick he's getting shot up Arnold reaches in the window grabs a steering wheel turns it sharply which causes the whole truck to fall on its side John then crashes his damn truck into a forklift and the two lifts go right through the frigging windshield miraculously not killing him and Sarah Connor and
1: lucky for them they've slammed their way into a steel mill of some sort (laughs)
0: <laughs> the 18-wheeler full of liquid nitrogen cracks open and ice-cold smoking liquid begins to fill the steel mill. And out comes T-1000, getting covered in liquid nitrogen. He begins to freeze, but he is a Terminator. So he continues walking until his foot sticks to the ground. He picks it up and the whole leg breaks off. Mm-hmm then the other leg then he's on his hands and knees and picks up his arm and rips his arm off he looks at it in total shock arnold pulls his handgun on t1000 and says hasta la vista baby
1: (laughs) pops off so cool i'm sorry i mean the
0: hell though
1: but just that being frozen and breaking apart and crumbling is so amazing
0: effects the way they did that yeah Yeah. very very cool arnold pops off a shot and blows t-1000 to a million tiny pieces but for whatever reason they're in a steel mill yep the car accident caused all this lava to spill everywhere I don't think it's lava, but oh, yeah, it looks like lava. It's it's as high. It's like melted whatever. Molten steel, probably. Yeah, molten steel. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the molten steel is everywhere. The heat begins melting the little frozen T1000 pieces. Arnold sees this and says, "We don't have much time." All the pieces begin melting and begin coming together like a massive globule, and then we see it rising and remolding T1000. And you know what's
1: cool, too, uh, besides the fact that the, it's just like they're using, like, mercury there that's kind of pooling together. It's really cool. Um, there's kind of a thread that they abandoned at the end of this movie that it was a scene where the T-1000 is almost glitching a little bit. So after he refuses and goes after him, there's a part where he touches a railing and kind of fuses to the railing a little bit. And he turns black and yellow like the railing painting. Um, Cool. He he walks on some diamond plating and he begins to melt and his foot looks like diamond plating instead of like the shoe. Um, So that's interesting because that kind of explains sort of that he's weaker, right? This process, yes, he came back together, but he's weaker after the process, which helps kind of explain how quickly we go from here because we're you know 20 minutes 25 minutes left in the movie and nothing has been able to stop this guy and then we get there kind of quick so this at least explains maybe some some weakness also i'll say that the visuals are really cool like the diamond plating that comes up his foot a little bit and stuff is really neat to
0: see See, i haven't seen this part that was in the part that i want i got to check that part out because that seems really cool yeah Um, And that explains
1: why he's not as tough, too, in the fight scene.
0: Yeah, like he needs some recovery time after being blown to a little million little tiny bits. Yep. Arnold grabs the last grenade and they try and escape, but T-1000 is fully formed and right back on their ass. They arrive at a huge pool of molten steel and need to turn around and go back. Mm But T-1000 is right there. Arnold tells him to go, but John wants them to stick together. He's seen plenty of horror movies. <laughs> Arnold refuses. He looks back and doesn't see T-1000. He begins slowly walking, The T jumps out, grabs him, and they begin beating the shit out of each other. Arnold throws T against a wall, and T morphs backwards so he's facing Arnold without having to turn around. Arnold punches T in the face, but his fist goes through T's face and gets stuck in his liquid. Then T reforms another head and makes it so that his old head is now a fist holding Arnold's hand and then begins to throw Arnold all over the place. (laughs) He throws him into a gear which closes on his arm and now Arnold is stuck. T-1000 turns around and is back on the hunt for Sarah and John Connor. But you can't stop the Terminator. Terminator. Arnold grabs a metal rod, breaks off his arm, and is back on the move.
1: And now we have another arm laying around.
0: Oh, shit.
1: Right? They don't take care of of that arm.
0: Oh, man. And that's so funny, because I've seen all the other Terminator movies, and I don't know if that was a part that was factored into it. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe it was. I mean, I guess they don't want to go there again. Like, oh, we got an arm, but... We got another arm. (laughs) I didn't even think of that. Sarah and John get cornered by T-1000. Sarah helps John escape, but she stays behind and tries to fight. She blasts T in the face with her shotgun, and we get this awesome shot of Mm. an enormous hole in his face. Yeah. But it's liquid, and it begins closing. She tries to reload and shoot again, but T turns his finger into a long spike and sticks it right through Sarah's shoulder. He's got her trapped. He tells her to call to John. She refuses. Which
1: makes no sense, because he could have just called to John.
0: Exactly. And Arnold used John's voice. Right, um, they were imitating before. We could have just
1: done that. I think this is about him...
0: Like a power thing with him at this point. So maybe right so maybe and that's what i was thinking because like they all use other people's voices right but maybe team 1000 can't do it yet right because maybe in order to to become the sarah connor like he has to like touch her or whatever so like maybe sticking the spike through her like he's maybe he's like generating her energy or whatever maybe he can't call to john as sarah connor yet maybe he needs to absorb that first which is why he does it later
1: Right, but it's not that much
0: later. No, it's not. But 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 he he can absorb people quickly. Quickly, he absorbed the the cop at the the psych ward by just the dude stepping on his face.
1: Right. So that would mean if he puts his finger, his blade finger, he could her, just become
0: Sarah Connor. He could become her right right then and there at that yeah, exact. Yeah, it does. It does not make. And then sense. he could call for for John. He turns his other finger to a spike, sticks it right in her face, but she still refuses and from behind with a large pipe, Arnold slams it into Team 1000's arm and he splits in two, but then he seals up and pulls the pipe out of his body and begins to beat Arnold with it. T grabs a large steel beam and repeatedly bashes Arnold in the face with it, crushing his skull. And now we see Arnold's metal skull and his red glowing Terminator eye. Mm-hmm. Arnold begins crawling for his gun, but before he can get to it, he takes the pole and slams it through Arnold, who begins shooting lightning. He then fades out completely. His arm goes limp and the red light in his eye goes out. But then slowly comes back on. (laughs) We see in his Terminator eye, his body is rerouting for alternate power. Arnold pulls the pole out of his body and grabs the grenade launcher john begins hearing sarah's voice calling for him he goes to her but then from behind her comes another sarah connor and the and the added scene to this was because he was glitching before
1: um there's a shot where we see one of the foot of the fake sarah start to kind of melt and connect to the beams of the floor
0: so they're able, he's able to tell like right away which one. So because what I didn't get about this is the Sarah Connor behind her goes get out of the way and right. John jumps out of the way and blasts. But what if? t1000 was the other back sarah connor and his mom was the middle one how would he know
1: so the front one he looks down and sees the foot kind of melt that
0: become in the middle they don't show that one in the version i
1: watched yeah and but you would have needed the other one too because out of nowhere that would have been weird but
0: uh, sarah says get out of the way she blasts the other sarah connor the bullet goes right through his gut and like liquid and blows open he reforms as T-1000. She keeps blasting him right to the edge of the platform they're on. He's about to fall in the lava, the molten steel.
1: <laughs>
0: and click, she's out of shells. T reforms and shakes his finger at her, disappointed. He begins approaching them and from behind, riding on a moving gear, is Arnold. <laughs> He shoots the grenade in T's gut, and boom, he explodes. However, he's still together, but his right. whole body is like blown apart. He's kind of shaped like the letter P, <laughs> and it's like, are these like practical effects? This is like, a, I don't know what this is. I think it's a, it's all a mix. A mix. There's yeah. a lot
1: of CG. Obviously, but there's a mix, like when he gets shot in the uniform, that's
0: just a practical effect, kind of sitting there on the surface. He Uh, falls backward into the lava. He begins screaming. We see him in the lava. I really love this shot, taking all the forms of the people he's killed in the movie. mm -hmm. Until finally he completely dissolves and melts into nothingness. mm -hmm. Arnold is crawling and John picks him up and see how beat up he is and for my other least favorite line in this movie oh arnold for some reason says i need a vacation
1: <laughs>
0: i don't get it i don't understand it i get that he's a robot i get that he's learning human traits but again that just sounds like oh we're going to submit the script and a guy in the back was like just just put this in really quick and just and got it and squeaked it past whoever proofread this I did not like that line at all, it just feels too cheesy.
1: For Maybe if dad. it was in,
0: if you heard it earlier in the movie and someone else said it, you'd probably better in, right? It was such an intense scene with T1000 dying. And then, I mean, I get it. It kind of lightens the mood, but I just don't get why. There's some really dumb lines that I feel were thrown in for no reason, regardless. Well, this is the one. 90s. This is catchphrase lines. Yes. And
1: they made a million of them. So they want to add a few more in, punch up the script a
0: little. Arnold hobbles over to the molten steel pit. John asks if T-1000 is dead. Arnold says terminated. John throws the arm and the chip from Cyberdyne into the lava. Sarah says it's over. Arnold says no. There's one more chip. And points at his head. And says it must be destroyed also. Mm. He tells Sarah he cannot self-terminate. He cannot self-terminate. That she must lower him into the steel. But John doesn't want him to go. Arnold tells him he must John is devastated he begins to cry Arnold says I know now why you cry but it's something I can never do John gives him a big hug we get this huge emotional moment and Sarah shakes Arnold's hand which honestly hit me way harder than him leaving John that's
1: a full circle moment
0: for Sarah right there so cool Arnold says goodbye, gets on a chain to be lowered into the molten steel. She hits the button, and down he goes. Sarah and John both look so sad, but he must be terminated. How is everybody able to operate machinery so quickly? I mean, it's the green button and the red button. You can't, you can't. Yes, but
1: what if the... <laughs> What if there's more than one controller? I don't know. I didn't know that thing went down or up. I don't know. Like I mean, that. he's a
0: Terminator. He probably knew. I don't know. Work Pushed a green button. <laughs> Arnold begins melting into the molten steel. And with his last hand sticking out, gives John the thumbs up. Mm. Letting him know it'll all be okay.
1: Yeah, that I always found weird. I, I think I would have preferred if it just was his steely face and then maybe we the skin comes off and we see that terminator skull one last time and then the lights go out and i I thought that would have been kind of neat to bring that all the way back you know to the first one so you know wrap it around but
0: um he's gone we see his red terminator vision fade away mm -hmm. he's dead john and sarah won they're driving down the highway, Sarah says. The unknown future rolls toward us. I face it for the first time with a sense of hope. Because if a machine, a Terminator, can learn the value of human life, maybe we can too. Boy, was she wrong. <laughs> bum, bum, bum bum bum. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, The end. But wait. Oh. There's more. Oh. <laughs>
1: Sean just wants to he just wants to get this podcast over with. No, again. I really, I,
0: I think I I really like that line as well, and I think we need to do something with that. I think but wait, the, but, there's wait, more. But wait, there's more. I really like that. We I should, felt like
1: I was saying a lot of times like, "Oh, I got to tell you something," type of thing. So I was go, trying to
0: come go, up. Go, cool. New so that's crazy. the Terminator. That's the Terminator from my end. I don't know about from your end.
1: So there's a different ending on the special edition. So we go through the whole thing goes into the molten steel thumbs up the whole bit it then cuts to uh a playground and we have old sarah connor and she's super old and linda hamilton and old old people make up On a bench in the playground and everybody's dressed kind of futuristically it's kind of funny you need to see it just for the outfits alone they're playing ball and doing things and john connor's there with his child playing on the playground and you realize that this voice that's been narrating the whole film is old sarah connor sitting on the bench kind of telling it back and and he's like a senator now or or something like that cool
0: Um, that's all right
1: It's okay, but this ending was much better. You have to see it. It's very jarring because this movie ends with the dark road and the future and humanity, and the other one ends with like sort of a hokey futuristic playground and lots of people in, in weird outfits. It's, it, it makes it a completely different ending. In
0: my this mind. is way better.
1: This is much better.
0: So, but like, and I know I saw the sequels and then like the next sequel after this, they're like, oh, Judgment Day happened anyway. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because everything everything goes to shit anyway. Because that, why uh. would there be more movies? Yeah, like, I think Judgment Day happens anyway and that's either like the Christian Bale one or that might be right before the Christian Bale. So I, I think, think I they, they find the, so... They find the arm. They find
1: the arm, but maybe like, I don't know, that steel where they went into finally gets made into something and gets cooled and then t-1000 reforms off of that but But
0: with but also blended with yes the turn so he's like arnold t-1000 and then he I i don't even think the next movies go that cool and then he picks that arm up You know, and just says, like, fuck you, asshole. I'll be back. I told you I'd be back.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Hell, yeah. So that's Terminator 2, our first sequel on In Madness Pod. I hope you enjoyed it. Please tell us. Give us your feedback. Include yourself in the conversation on the socials at In Madness Pod. If you have a friend who you think would be down to check this out, tell them about it. Give us five stars on whatever it is. Apple, on Spotify, leave a comment, whatever. Whatever. Uh, We're doing this for fun. We want to include you in the conversation. We'll also uh, 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 email us, inmadnesspod at gmail.com. We got the In Madness YouTube. We got the In Madness playlist on Spotify. We want to hear from you. Did you have a milking of the alpacas moment? I was going to have several. When T-1000 rises out of the checkerboard floor, that is insane. When T-1000 walks through the gate and Dr. Silberman finally realizes that this is all real that was going to be another one of my milking of the alpacas mm. when arnold cuts his arm off and shows them the metal arm that was going to be another milking i was i wasn't going to do the mist five milking of the alpacas moments i saved the one big one which is the damn blast which is the coolest production history i've ever seen um yeah uh but yeah i i want to hear we want to hear about uh, all your favorite parts of this movie your favorite quotes and uh yeah yeah i'm glad i i'm glad we did this one i had a lot of fun i i hope you did, did you got all your gnarly bits in
1: i did i got uh, all of them in and this was awesome this was what i originally when we talked about it i didn't think it would be as long of a haul as it was. Meaning. There was just so you forget. I hadn't seen it in a long time. You forget how many iconic scenes are in this. You forget how much weight this has to it. Um, And, you know, I think I got to watch the other movies now to see if they pick up anything from this. I don't know that we'll do them on the podcast. In fact, I don't think we will do them. But if you do, if you have seen them and you like them and you want to tell us stuff to watch, let us know. Uh, Reach out to us. And I just want to say... Like thank you very much for everyone who listens, pays attention to what we say, uh, joins us. What what are, what are Mondays called now, Sean? In Madness Monday. madness, it's just another
0: In Madness Monday. I mean, it's the be- you wake up, you got to start your work week. You're like ugh, ugh. You're driving in traffic. You're sitting on the train. You're like ugh. But don't worry because we got a brand spanking ass new episode for you to listen to 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 help you on that on that journey to wherever you're going or even if you're hanging out at home on a monday or whenever you listen to this mondays is just when we drop the uh, actual episode maybe you're listening to this on a wednesday and maybe it's your happy wednesday moment
1: but maybe um, you're listening to this in the future but that you came back in the past so that you could listen to it right after it drops. And
0: and, and and are you naked when it happens? Because everyone else seems to have to be.
1: Yeah, even if you can form your own clothes, you're still naked.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> um, but thank I, you
1: very much, everybody.
0: Yes. Uh, Take are care. We, are we, are we uh, teasing? Are we teasing? I think we should tease. Uh, we're going to tease a couple things because I, I, I think we're doing a point .5 after this. Okay. Um, and then we'll do another movie and that movie will be the beginning of Halloween season right um, but our point five, the intent is to get a special guest mm-hmm. for our point i I'm not going to say who it is just in case whatever happens if it doesn't happen with the guest uh, we could do a point five about other stuff it's
1: not and James I, Cameron I can't no know.
0: he still will not return my call no. he doesn't like returning calls of people who faint at death metal shows <laughs>
1: It's a it's a rule he has.
0: Yeah, specifically, specifically yeah. death metal shows. Can I
1: can I give a hint for the next movie? Yes. This just gives it away. Okay. But if you watch us on YouTube, you will know what the next movie is.
0: Um, uh, but if you don't, but if you um, don't, Sean will give you a different hint. Cotton candy. Okay. Mm, that's that should be it. I'll I'll probably give another one for the point five cotton candy is where we're starting. Awesome. Uh, Thank you, thank you. Terminator 2, two-hour-plus-friggin' movie. I was like, oh, my God, so long, so many notes, so (laughs) much to do. uh, But it's so great being able to break these episodes up and do .5s and all the gnarly bits. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Vertebrae. Uh, kicking ass. kicking ass on this podcast. So much damn fun. I'm looking forward to all of Halloween season. Um, And if you have any recommendations, uh, on the socials, at InMadnessPod. Is that it? Are we done? Are we cool? Awesome. That's great. Thank you, everybody, for listening.
1: Have a good one.